Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, and it's a pleasure to bring this man on the program, Ernie Johnson, four-time Emmy Award-winning host of TNT's Inside the NBA. And you can follow him on Twitter, at Turner Sports EJ. Uh, Ernie, how you doing, buddy? Well, we're hanging in there, and I hope you are too, man. Thanks for having me on. It is a very uh, un. Can you, in your broadcast career, can you ever remember a time like this in which we've just basically been at a standstill? Uh, never mind a broadcast career. It's my life. I'm 63 years old, and, and I mean, look, none of us have ever seen this. I was talking to my mom the other day. She's 91, and um, and I said, Lola, just when you think you've seen it all. Um, here's a new, here's something new for us to all deal with. So, uh, yeah, the impact on sports and on broadcasting and you know, televised sports is one thing, but it's just this is this is so much larger than that. This is just something that you know it's something that you saw in movies and you said, well, that'll never happen here. And now we're and now we're dealing with this and seeing these staggering numbers and we just the heart just goes out for everybody who's who's dealing with this. So let me ask you this because you have the Ernie Johnson you know journalism school and the broadcast <laughs> school and, and I, I wanted to ask you this because because. We, <laughs> When you get into this business, 99% of us that go through the collegiate side of things and you get into this business, you're, go, you're going through journalism. You're going through gathering facts, how to get it, how to get a story, how to confirm separate you know, sources and such. When you, with what you're teaching now, you know, I, I guess how, you know, what are you telling, what would you be telling young journalism students now how to handle this and how to look at this? Because on one hand, it's terrible, but on the other hand, this is, opens up a whole different realm of opportunity with social media, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, and let me get to the, I'll get to the crux of the thing behind the uh, EJ's Journalism School, which is um, something that we're doing online with Twitter Live. And, um, when this, when everything hit, Bill, it was like, you know, everything kind of came to a screeching halt and you were saying, okay, what am I, what am I going to do? And I thought about, you know, I may just get on Twitter here and talk to people who are following me, you know, and just say, Hey, let's, let's talk about stuff. And I talked to our social media team and they said, you know, you could do a Twitter live. And I didn't know you could do that. Um, but I did. And, and then I said, well, you know what I want to, I want to just tailor this these conversations 
to journalism school students because I used to love it when I was in J school and a, and a professor would bring in somebody who was actually in the business and you could pepper them with questions. And so, and it's also one of the things I love to do when I return to Athens, Georgia and my alma mater, the university of Georgia. And I speak to classes there all the time at the, at the Grady college. So, um, that's kind of how we decided to do it. And then I just started lining up my friends to all take an hour. So last Tuesday when it debuted, I, I took an hour on Tuesday from 2 to 3 Eastern. The next day it was Seth Davis, and then it was Brian Anderson, who you obviously everybody hears yes. at the Brewers. And then it was Matt Weiner. Had James Brown on this past Monday. Stu Gotts from the Dan Levitard Show talked about how he got from Clark University through internships to – to be in a, one of the most popular radio programs in the country. And then yesterday we had Ali LaForce talking about the art of sideline reporting. And this afternoon, uh, in about you know, a little over an hour, it's going to be Scott Van Pelt. So everybody that I've approached with this, and I've said, you want to talk to some J, uh, J school students and take their questions for an hour? And they unanimously said yes. Steve Levy goes tomorrow, another friend of mine from ESPN. So um, that's kind of, it was just one of these things where how can I help somebody else out in this time? And so I said, well, let's, let's help these journalism students who've had their year cut short and let them talk to the best in the business about how they got there and what kind of advice they can take. So um, I think that they're learning from them um, and, you know, in, in, in terms of how a young journalist would handle this. I mean, it's, but there's no, there is no guideline. This is, this is the rules are being written daily on how, on how you are supposed to handle this and where you can go and who you can speak with and, and, and that. And so we're, it's this, it's this fluid situation. Uh, but I've told some of these students, I told them the other day on my, uh, during my hour, I said, if you want to practice your writing skills, I said, this is an opportunity to do that. Compose something about what you're doing out here. Post it somewhere. Um, you know, your thoughts on, on what this country is going through right now. Um, you may help somebody else out. And so uh, use the opportunity to, to, to write about it and connect your thoughts and, and, and express yourself that way. Um, we're all dealing with it however we can get from this day to the next day to the next day, Bill. And that's an excellent point because, like you said, this is unprecedented. I, I People ask me all the time, you know, well, well, I, I think what people do is when they turn to us, they're looking for some kind of guidance uh, because maybe we've got some insight being in the media that maybe isn't out there yet. And I tell all my friends the same thing. I'm like, guys, I've – you're as old as I am. I've never done this before. This, this is completely new to me. The only reference point I had was when 9-11 happened, and that was for a, a, a week, and then we got back to we're not going to let this keep us down. This yeah. is an unknown terrorist to us. We don't know where it is, when it'll strike, who it'll strike, uh, and, and where, whether or not we're even carrying it with us. So it was just – it was. It's just unprecedented time. I did want to ask you a little bit regarding, uh, you know, the NBA. Um, and again, we've seen work stoppages happen before. But as I talk to many, uh, both on the mic and off the mic, it's they want a resolution to the season. They want a culmination. They want to crown a champion. But as we now talk about football getting pushed back and what's going to happen collegiately, what's going to happen professionally. 
you know, the two sports that I look to to really kind of pull us back out of this are going to be the NBA and Major League Baseball, and they're considering doing it without fans. Logistically, I guess, is is all of this the way they're talking? Is is this possible? Well, I mean, I think they're looking at every conceivable um, solution, and and I, and they would be remiss if they were not. You know, I think they're looking at and. I think what they're doing is saying, let's throw all this stuff on the wall and see what sticks. Would this be a possibility? Would this be a possibility? But at the same time, uh, what's impossible to do is because is you don't know the time frame. You know, if and, and I've talked to you know I've talked to businessmen in this time, and that's one of the things that they that they say in small business owners who said if we just knew the time frame. We could handle this, but nobody knows the time frame. Nobody can say that, okay, it's going to be okay after April 30th. Okay, it's going to be fine May 6th. Okay, what do I do between now and then? It's because of that unknown. That's, you know, that's the thing that, um, that so you can make this plan and say, yeah, this, we want to, you know, as you're hearing, let's go to Las Vegas and have a tournament there and quarantine the teams and that. You know, so sure, I'm sort of, I'm sure that's been out there and something that's been discussed. Now, how feasible is it? And so, how is travel going to be affected? You know, will teams be able to get to Las Vegas? What if somebody tests positive in Las Vegas? Then what do you quarantine that team? Do they? I mean, there were just so many variables at work there, Bill, and. And look, I love the NBA as much as the next guy. And I've been doing this for 30 years, sitting in that chair right inside the NBA. But look, if it, if it came down to it, where it just wouldn't be the right thing to do, then that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I, I mean, that's that's just me saying what's on my heart right now, that there are more important things than the NBA right now. Um, there's more important things than major league baseball. There's, you know, and, and to me, um, if you, if you're going to try something like this, you better darn be sure that it's the right thing to do and that you're not, you're not putting anybody else in danger. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Ernie, uh, great to talk to you real quick before I let you go. I just got a couple of quick questions. Obviously you had a lot of fun here last year in the Milwaukee area. You're from the area. Boy, did uh, did the Fiserv form and them, those fans down there? They open their arms to you or what? Yeah, to the to the show. This they did. I mean, it was and and we talked about it. That was probably that was probably the best crowd we've ever had when we've done a show outside. Um, and, you know what? During the conference finals, when we go on the road, and I'm not saying that because I'm a, you know born and raised in Milwaukee, um, because but the excitement that they generated. The the goodwill that they generated, uh, the and the, just the absolute genuine excitement with being in the Eastern Conference Finals and being a step away from going to the NBA Finals, um, it was so fresh with everybody, and the nights were just perfect. I mean, we just we just loved being there, and then you know, shoot, I had the chance to go. We had the chance to go have a little cookout in the old neighborhood at Endress Park over there near Tosa. And man, it was, it was just good for my soul. And so I will never forget that. I will never forget those Easter conference finals. We'll never forget that, that trip back home. And, um, 
And just to refresh your memory, on opening night of the NBA season, I picked the, I picked the Bucks over the Clippers in the NBA Finals. And that's, we'll see uh, ever, ho- we'll yeah, I was going to say, hopefully ever, it all comes to happen, yeah. Yeah, we'll see if we ever get to that point, yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, I know that uh, there's talk now of a uh, Tiger-Phil matchup, too, with Brady and, and, and uh, also Peyton Manning. You were there the last time those two got together. How fun was that? It was different, I'll tell you that. It was fun, but it was it was the most different broadcast that I've that I've been a part of, Bill, because we had so many moving parts. I mean, there were I was working with you know, Darren Clark and and Peter Jacobson and then we had like four other guys, Adam Lefko and four others on one set Barkley was over there. And you had, you know, two players mic'd up and you're trying to trying to hear them and everybody else is trying to talk it was it was really a a a juggling act but it was fun to it was fun to be a part of and 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 to see those guys from time to time maybe they didn't you didn't get all the you know as much trash talk quote as you as you wanted to but you had some snide remarks here and there and some side bets going on which were entertaining um we'll see what happens here i mean i don't know if this is if this is the way it's going to play out if this is if this is going to come about, um, but it's you know it's one other way that you would you know incorporate you know a couple of high-profile athletes, and maybe it would increase the talk because you know one thing it's hard for really great players to trash talk each other when they're both hitting great shots. Right. But if you've got a guy whose game isn't that great and he's an easy target, you know that's where you would get that's where you would get some really good sarcasm from guys like Phil and Tiger talking about some shots hit by Peyton and Brady if, if, if it came down to that. But um, we'll see, you know, and again, all of that, all of that's, uh, all of this is just, you know, chatter until we know um, uh, where we are with the coronavirus and what we're going to be allowed to do. Uh, so, Ernie, uh, it is a, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say it's it's a pleasure. I know you're kind of wrapping things up, but I it's it's been a fascinating conversation. I wish we could go on for another hour and just talk about everything from Milwaukee to what's going on in our world. But I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for coming on for a while. Thanks for obviously people can find the Ernie Johnson Journalism School on Twitter as well if they want to uh, kind of you know kind of look over the fence and see what it's all about. And I look forward to seeing you guys back here in Milwaukee. Hopefully soon. Hopefully we get through yeah. this and you guys are back here soon on the Pfizer Forum Square. No, we'd love to do it too, Bill. We really would, and and just to everybody out there. I mean, I and I I don't want to make run into your commercial break, but I, let me just say I'm you know, I'm with you. We're all in this we're all in this boat together, and we're all kind of waking up in the morning and saying how are we going to how are we going to get through this? Um, and as long as as long as we keep in mind how we how can we make somebody else's life better today? How can we help somebody else get through this? I think that um, I think that's the key. If, as long as you're not just thinking about oh I'm bored or I'm this or I'm that, how how am I going to make somebody else make their day better as they get through this? Let's uh, let's kind of focus on that and see see what we can do to help everybody else get through. Absolutely, Ernie. It's a pleasure. I, I hope uh, you'll come back on the program sometime soon. It's been great to talk to you. Okay. Uh, you got my number, man. I'm available anytime you want. I got time Thank- on my hands right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ernie, and we will talk to you soon. My pleasure. There you go. Ernie Johnson, four time Emmy Award winning host of TNT's Inside the NBA. 
And uh, he has right now the Ernie Johnson Journalism School on Twitter. You can find that there as well. And, man, what a what a terrific guy. You can find him uh, at Turner Sports EJ, at Turner Sports EJ over on Twitter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.